Welcome to the As You Go podcast, helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. We are back with the Gospel of Mark episode number seven. Sorry for the little break there. I was doing some traveling and I wasn't able to record the show, but we are back in business and picking up right back where we were in the Gospel of Mark. Now, hopefully you remember that the Gospel of Mark is the story of Jesus' life, ministry, death, and resurrection. We are still in chapter 1, and so far, Mark has done a great job explaining who Jesus is, as well as how he started preaching and teaching, and even gathering some disciples. On our last episode, we saw Jesus get started with some pretty cool miracles, casting out a demon, and even healing many sick people. And as we finish chapter 1 today, we'll see even more good stuff from Jesus. So, let's go. All the cool miracles Jesus was doing obviously got a lot of attention. People were really interested in seeing impossible things happen. But as we'll see today, Jesus didn't always seem to want that attention. In fact, Jesus often takes a break from the crowds in order to spend time with God. This is what we see in Mark chapter 1, verses 35 to 39. It says, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. According to this verse, Jesus woke up super early in the morning just to sneak away so that he could be alone with God to pray. It literally sounds like a little game of hide-and-seek. Simon and the others had to search for Jesus, and they told him that everyone was looking for him. Jesus uses this as an opportunity to make a point. Now that they found him and he was ready, Jesus explains, Let us go on to the next towns that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. Let's face it, people were probably a lot more interested in seeing the cool miracles. They wanted to see sick people made better a lot more than they probably wanted to hear Jesus talk about his message. But the message is the point. Jesus came to preach. The message of God and leading people away from their sins was the most important thing. More than healing people's sicknesses for a little while, Jesus came to heal people's souls for eternity. Jesus wanted to be known for and defined by his message, not just his miracles. Which got me thinking about a segment we used to do called But anyway. A long time ago, I worked at a camp where we would play little games to help the counselors get to know the kids at the camp. For one little game, everyone would say something that they liked that started with the same letter as their first name. Then the whole group would kind of repeat it back to them. So someone might say, I'm Derek and I like donuts. And the whole group would say, Donut Derek. Or they would say, I'm Fiona, and I like flowers. And the whole group would say, Flower Fiona. Well, it got to me, and all I could think of was, 
I'm Matt, and I like meat. And everyone said, Meat Matt. Some kids even kept calling me that for the whole summer. In fact, years later, I ran into a kid from that camp in a grocery store, and he just pointed at me and said, Meat Matt. That's what I was known for, meat. That's what's stuck in this kid's head about me. I'm Matt, and I like meat. It was weird and awkward, and I still think about it. But anyway. But anyway. What we are known for matters. Jesus didn't want to just be known for his miracles. He wanted to be known for his message. And in many cases, the miracles were actually about the message, which is exactly what we see in Mark chapter 1, verses 40 to 45. It says, And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left the man, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go and show yourself to the priests and offer yourself your cleansing what Moses commanded for a proof to them. But he went out and he began to talk freely about it, and he spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places, and people were coming to him from every quarter. A leper is someone who had a disease called leprosy. It was a sad and really painful thing for them. It was kind of a skin disease, and everyone could see it. If you had leprosy, because it was contagious, nobody wanted to be around you. A leper wouldn't really be allowed in towns or villages because people were afraid of catching leprosy. Not only that, but in a Jewish community like this one, a leper would not be allowed to go into the synagogue or to the temple. They were considered to be unclean, untouchable, so they couldn't even be a part of the faith community either. So this man comes to Jesus and says, If you will, meaning if you are willing, please make me clean. Jesus is willing, and by a simple word, Jesus makes the man clean. He heals the man of his leprosy. This is huge for him. Now he can go and be around people again. He can live and work in the town, and he can go to the synagogue and show that he is not unclean. He can be a part of the faith community again. The man is restored because of Jesus. But wait! There's more! Jesus then tells the man not to go and make a big deal about it. Jesus doesn't want the attention for the miracle. And again, we see that Jesus' message is more important than his miracles. Yes, Jesus is able to heal a disease like leprosy. But the message is more important. Through Jesus, this man wasn't just healed, he was restored. Jesus does more than just heal. Jesus restores. He makes us new by healing us not just of disease, but of our sin. We can come to Jesus and be cleansed of our sin. We all have sinfulness inside of us that doesn't just make us bad, it makes us dead. It's like a disease. 
But because Jesus paid the price for our sins on the cross, and because he defeated sin and death by rising from the grave, Jesus rescues us from our own sin. He restores us. That's the gospel message. That's what Jesus came to preach. That's what Jesus should be known for. More than miracles, Jesus should be known for his message, that we can come to him and be made clean, that he can restore us from our sin. Let's pray as we finish up for today. Jesus, thank you for being loving enough and powerful enough to restore us and make us clean. If we come to you and ask if you are willing to take away our sin, your answer is always yes. Thank you. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. If you live in the Parker, Colorado area, we would love to have you be a part of our biblical community at Aspen Grove Church. Join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. at the American Academy on Motzenbacher Road, or you can find out more information and even watch online at aspengrovechurch.org. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.